Fathering Place stood, as it always had, deep in the grove of oaks at the end of a long curving drive, half hidden from the main road and prying eyes. Nestled in the Hampshire countryside, the old manor house exuded respectability and permanence, rather than great beauty, but had a certain pleasing symmetry that saved it from outright stodginess. Even now, when it was little more than a looming shadow in the darkness, it had a dignified grace of line. Perhaps more so now. Now the lights that would have illuminated any ill-considered behaviour had been extinguished, and even the heartiest of the revellers had stumbled into a bed of some description. A midnight blue 1932 Rolls-Royce slowed to a stop as it turned into the drive. Behind the wheel, Drew Fathering took a moment to look over the grounds, bracing himself before going down to the house. Before going home... Judging by the number of cars in the drive, his absence hadn't prevented Constance from throwing one of her weekend bashes. He hadn't told anyone to expect him. Motionless, he surveyed the scene a while longer. Then he nudged the figure sprawled, sleeping in the seat next to him. We're here. He didn't know why he whispered. His companion struggled into a more dignified posture and raked one hand through his sandy hair, making it stick up more than it already did. "'Still there, is she, Drew?' he asked through a yawn, and Drew nodded gravely. "'Fathering's still there, Nick. Always there.' In another moment they were at the front door, and then inside the dimly lit entry hall. Denison was prompt to answer the bell. As always, he was perfectly groomed and suitably grave, his only concession to the lateness of the hour being the robe and slippers that had supplanted his usual formal attire. Somehow he even made those look dignified and utterly appropriate. "'We weren't told to expect you, sir. Do come out of the damp.' He took Drew's hat and Drew seized his hand. "'How are you, Denny? You're looking grand.' "'Very well, sir. Thank you. I trust Nicholas has remembered his place with you?' Nick grinned. "'In the middle of whatever mischief I've made is his usual place,' Drew said." He never forgets that. Nick threw his arm around the butler's shoulders and gave them a strong squeeze. Propriety, Denison reproved. Great to see you, Dad, Nick said, his spirits undampened. How is the old place? Much less secure since you've arrived, I can assure you. The two young men laughed. Good old Denny, Drew said. Fathering wouldn't be home without you. Nick picked up the bags they had brought in from the car. "'I'll haul these up to our rooms, shall I, Dad? You go back to bed.' Denison turned to Drew, displaying a rare expression of discomfort as he cleared his throat. "'As I said, sir, we weren't told to expect you. Madam has her guests in for the weekend, and—' "'And you had to put someone in Nick's room. Never mind. He can keep on the divan in my study, can't you, Nick?' Nick grinned. It's not just my room, is it, Dad? I regret to say, sir, that Madam... She's put someone in my room. Drew's expression grew cool. And may I ask, Denison, what's that noise down there? Drew looked up to the top of the gracefully curved stairway. Constance Fathering Parker squinted down at him, straining to see without the glasses she was too vain to wear. The master's come home, Madam, Denison informed her. She clutched her pink satin wrapper more closely around her tall frame and, 
with majestic hauteur, swept down to the entryway. In her middle fifties, she still managed to look young and rather pretty in the right light. "'We weren't expecting you, pet.' "'So I hear,' Drew replied, touching his lips to the rouged cheek she offered. "'I hadn't realized reservations were required.' "'Of course not. It's just we've nowhere to put you, and—' She peered at Nick, who beamed at her over Drew's shoulder. "'And young Denison?' "'I thought we'd agreed my room was off-limits, mother, especially after the last time. Now, pet, Honoria couldn't help it if she was ill. Perhaps she wouldn't have been ill if she'd stopped at something less than a quart of a gin that night.' Nick snickered, and then, under Constance's glare, coughed decorously. "'And just who have you put in my room this time?' Drew pressed. "'A friend of Mason's.' Constance looked down and then up at him again, her eyes wide with innocence.